0: Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I am your host, Melody Ferris Tucker, and I am so grateful that you are here. I do hope that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So today I am calling this podcast, We Are All Cracked. And I came up with this because we had our Thanksgiving on Saturday And on Friday, I was prepping, I was doing all the baking and I made all the deviled eggs. Well, as I was making the deviled eggs, it's really funny because I have the hardest time with peeling eggs. And I've had people tell me put salt in the water. I've had people tell me um, to, uh, you know, put them in cold water once they're done after boiling and let them sit for a few minutes. And I've done that. Right. And I have the hardest times, but as I'm cracking these eggs and trying to peel them the best as I can, um, something hit me and it was literally, we are all cracked, right? We're all cracked. And sometimes people are so consumed with not allowing their cracks to show that they are taking away from their purpose. They're taking away moments in time where they could be helping someone or they could be present with someone or they could be, um, you know, um, consuming what other people are going through, right? But sometimes we refuse to show those cracks, right? and no matter how saved or holy you are you have a crack somewhere in some area over something or over a trauma or over a betrayal or a bad relationship and see sometimes what we do is we we get saved And we get holy or we get saved and we clean ourselves up and we don't allow anyone to see where our cracks are. And it's funny because I've talked about this before, but I have a, I I had trauma in the past when it came to church. Okay. Because as a child, I was going to church But when we got to church, all of the dysfunction and all of the problems and all of the things that were going on within our family was kept in the car. And the only thing that I saw at church was perfectionism. That's all I saw. Everybody pretending to be perfect. Everybody acting like they are holy. I did not even understand the concept of grace and mercy until 12 years ago. And I am 44 years old. And I never understood the concept of grace and mercy. Because in that particular church, it was heaven or hell and there was no in between. And so as I'm watching this perfectionism okay as I'm watching these holy people I was experiencing trauma on the other side so to me I'm thinking I'm different there's something wrong with me why do I feel this way why am I everybody else perfect and why do I have to act perfect so there was always like am I the problem is there something wrong with me because I don't feel, I don't, I don't feel holy, right? Or, you know, my life doesn't look like everybody else's or why is my poor grandmother silenced? Because she's dealing with a life within the church and keep in mind, she worked at the church, okay? She worked at the church. She was at every function. She was there every time the doors opened, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, all the time. And I look back on it now and I think, my poor grandma, like, can you imagine the battle that she was fighting? Like, she had a dysfunctional family, whether she wanted to admit it or not. But she went to that church and she gave her all, and came home to dysfunction, but yet wanted to keep the persona that there was, that her, her family and her life was, uh, was perfection, because that's what was expected of her in that church. Because if she didn't keep that up, what was going to happen? Somebody was going to see the crack. Somebody was going to see it. And it's funny because, because of that trauma, when I see people that get holier than thou, okay, I'm watching you. I'm watching everything about you. And what I'm watching for is I'm watching for the crack. I'm watching for the crack. And not only am I watching for the crack, but I distance myself from you because I know you're hiding something. You're not being transparent. And in order to transform, we have to be transparent. And as I'm peeling these eggs, I'm thinking of this. And I'm thinking like, you know, know, what are the cracks that I have? right? Because here's the thing. When you get saved, and I heard this and I thought, wow, this is powerful. When you get saved, there are two forces against you. The number one force against you is you. That is the number one force against you. And the other one is unclean spirits. But I want to talk about first one and that is you and that is me we are our problems when i was listening to this message they said you can cast out unclean spirits but you can't cash you can't cast out your flesh you can't cast that out you are a living breathing being that is cracked and what is the TikTok song? It's me. I, I'm the problem. It's me. I'm sure some of you guys have heard that. If not, you just did. Um, but I promise you it's better over there. Um, but we are our own worst enemy. Because what we do is we get saved. And we think that if we clean ourselves up, that everything else is is going to go away. That's what we think. We think the trauma, we think the bitterness, the anger, the resentment, we think all of that is just going to go away. But what happens is, we find other things to busy ourselves with to keep the cracks from showing. If I am perfect in this area, then no one's going to see how I'm broken in this area. If I busy myself here, then no one, it doesn't give anybody a chance to see where I was once broken. If I show up here, it's okay if I'm lacking over here because I'm showing up over here. But what we don't realize is when we begin to show up here, back here on the back end is where things are going to go awry. Because what we're doing is we're we're caring over here, but we're lacking over here. So what happens is, let me think of a good example to use. If you put, let's just say this, if you put water, okay? If if you put water in a Walmart sack, okay? And you've got it by the top, you've got water in it, and you're kind of holding the bottom, right? And you're like, okay, I've got this, right? And you have your hand on one side because you can't, like you, you're holding it here, so your whole hand is not going to cover the bottom of that bag, right? And so you're holding this, but there's a weak spot in that bag. Because even though you're holding it on the part of the bottom and on the top, there's a weak spot in that bag on that other side. And guess what's happening? The weight of that water is on the other side of that bag. So eventually what's going to happen is the weight is going to cause it to bust. It's no different than than the flesh. Okay? We can't hide that. We can't hide our issues. We can't hide our brokenness. Because what's going to happen is even though we're putting we're, we're we're we've got so much going on over here and we look great and we're doing amazing, on the back side of that, there's a lot of weight. And eventually that weight is going to give. And people are going to see the cracks whether that is your anger coming out, the bitterness coming out, the resentment coming out, whether that's you not being present with the people who love you or, you know, um, who care for you, it's going to show. The bag is going to crack. You're going to get a hole somewhere because you can't hold up This persona, no matter how strong you think you are, there's that crack is always going to show. It's going to come out. And it's funny because I have seen people that I think are, you know, um, you know, they're doing all the right things and they're, you know, doing great, right? And and you're looking at them and you're like, "Mm, I don't think I can, I don't, I don't think I can keep up with them, right? I don't think that um, I'm where they are, right? I don't think that I could be around them because mm, I I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's something about them, right? There's something about them, but then you're around them and you're like, Ooh, I see the crack, only takes a, It only takes a, a, a short time. And I'm like, there it is. But nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about the crack. Why? Why don't you talk about the crack? Because it's built in shame and guilt and unworthiness and I'm not good enough. But here's what I want to say. Although we are all cracked, when you don't deal with those cracks, okay, when you mask them, when you try to hide them, all that does is keep you from all that God has for you. Okay? Because God cannot bless who you pretend to be. He can only bless you in all of your glory, all of your cracks, all of your downfalls, all of your imperfections. That's where he can bless you. He can't bless you because you pretend to be someone that you're not. He didn't design us that way. He didn't design us to live in fake perfectionism so that... We can be blessed by hiding the cracks. But what happens when you do everything you can to hide the cracks? What happens? You, you fall short in a lot of areas. And you don't see it. You don't see it. People tell you and they talk to you. And they give you clues and they beat around the bush about it. Or maybe they're straightforward. But you cannot hear them. You cannot hear them. You become distant. You you become in denial that there's anything wrong with you. And not only are the people around you seeking you out, right, and surrounding you and loving you and doing everything they can to, to support us. We begin to distance ourselves. We begin to show priority or importance in other areas so that we can hide the cracks and it causes distance and it causes division and it causes arguments and it causes uh, disbelief in someone. The scripture that I had today was Ephesians 5 and 16. Make the most of every living and breathing moment because these are evil times. Do you know that Satan is scared of you? Why do you think he tries to get you before you get saved? Why do you think he always is out to get you? Because you have something inside of you. But if he can keep you cracked and broken and in shame and in guilt and feeling unworthy, then he wins. And your flesh will always stay weak when Satan wins. When Satan wins, then your flesh will always be weak. You will always try to hide the cracks because you live in shame and guilt and regret. And when you live in those areas, it creates what? Bitterness. Resentment. I mean, it creates shame and guilt. And it causes you to live in a different atmosphere than the atmosphere you were intended to thrive in. You live in a different atmosphere. You don't live in the moment. You live in the past. You live in the past because you're trying to, to cover up what God meant for other people to see for their healing. When you hide it, you are not only doing other people a disservice, you're doing yourself and God a disservice. So why do we hide it? Why do we become distant? Because the world that we live in—a world of social media, a world of let's be busy—if you're um, not—if if you're not. If, if you're not If you don't have the things, the material things, uh, you are unworthy. If your lifestyle doesn't look like someone else's, you're unworthy. If you don't have the money, if you don't have the cars, if you don't have the nice house, if you don't have all of these things, in this society, we are deemed unworthy. But to me... I have realized over the years that you cannot be more rich. Oh, wait, I want to say that a different way. You are the richest, right? And you show your best fruit within your family, those who are surrounding you. There's always more cars to be had, more money to be made, um, you know, fancier houses to be. But I've realized something over the years. Because one thing about my grandmother that she always did, she always held us together as a family. Thanksgiving, Christmas, there was always something going on at her house. Always. She would be, she would cook if you came over, you know, on any day of the week, she would cook you a meal. You know, she would, that was one thing about her that I took from her. And that is one thing that I try to implement now. In my family. And my great aunt came over and that's what she kept saying. You know, is I am so happy that you do that. Because there are a lot of families that don't do that. And it's true. And why don't they do that? Because they all have cracks that they don't want to deal with. They don't want to be present for one another because... Well, you're this way or you're that way or this. It doesn't matter. Because if we were to lay on our deathbed today, and you can ask yourself this question, what would be your biggest regret? And I can tell you what mine would be. Time. not having enough time with my family. Why? Because I spent 10 years in an addiction. I spent almost three years in prison. And although I was in my children's life on and off during all of that time, that's time I cannot get back. I think what I'm telling you to do today is if you're someone who busies yourself somewhere else or if you're someone who is disconnected and not present or not around your family and keep this in mind, okay? If your family is toxic, then okay, I get it. But if your family is not toxic, And it's just because each one wants to look a certain way, doesn't want to admit to their fault, or doesn't want to take responsibility for something, as long as they're not toxic, you need, you need to figure it out. If there's an area that you need to forgive, you do. You need to forgive. Because tomorrow is not promised. We can get more of everything else except time. So if your pride and your ego is keeping you from what God intended you to have, because he wouldn't have given you the people around you. He wouldn't have given you uh, a family. He wouldn't have given you these things if he did not mean for you to have them. Maybe you're the difference maker. Maybe you're the healing person that people need. But you can't get time back. That's why in Ephesians 5 and 16 it says, make the most of every living and breathing moment. Because we just never know. We have grown to be very prideful individuals. And I'm no exception to that. I'm no exception to that. But what we have to realize is what is important and what is not. And if we continue to hide the cracks, if we continue to live in denial, if we continue to busy ourselves We are doing ourselves and everyone around us that loves us or needs us or wants to be present for us a disservice. You were given what you were given because you were purposed for that season of your life. And a lot of times we pray for family and we pray for love and we pray for all of these things. But then we have them and we're like, hmm, yeah, no, that's not for me. What I'm telling you today is this. It is the holidays. And some of you that listen to this are probably spending it by yourself. And family is not always blood. Family is not always blood. Family could be someone that God has placed in your life. But what I want to tell you is this. We can get more things, but we can't get more time. And if your flesh has been busy being angry, bitterness, resent resentful, fearful, angry, greedy, whatever it is. It's time to lay that down because one thing that will always shine through is your cracks? And love and love is action love is action I have told this before but I'm gonna tell it really quick and then we're gonna go um, I did this personal development thing many many years ago and it was really hard for me to get into it because I was also in an addiction right but I did take A lot of things away from that those particular classes that I took and one day they had us um, we had done some internal work right some trauma work we had got some things out and um, it was coming towards the end of this particular uh, session and they made the room really really dark (laughs) and they told us to lay down and they put some sound on it sounded like like water okay like 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 water of a lake or an ocean or something right and here's what they said to us they said lay on the floor and close your eyes okay and imagine this imagine that you are on a ship and the ship is sinking and the ship is sinking and they only have so many lifeboats and your family and loved ones get a phone call that says the ship that you're on is sinking and there's only so many lifeboats. So what does your family do? They all load up and they go to this dock where these lifeboats are going to be coming in. They go to this dock and they're waiting there for you. They're waiting for you. And you never show up because you didn't make it on the lifeboat. So then they begin and they prepare your funeral. And you're laying in this casket, and your family is crying over top of you. And what are they saying to you? Can you imagine? I wish we wouldn't have been so angry. I wish we would not. I wish we would have had more time. I wish I would have said I'm sorry. I wish I wouldn't, you know, they live with regrets. I wish they would have paid more attention. I wish they would have been more present. I wish they would have said I'm sorry. I wish I would have said I'm sorry. We all have regrets in life. But if you have a chance to sit it out or dance, you better get up and dance. It's time to put all of that away. What would your family be saying to you if they were standing over you right now? I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish but you have the opportunity to change it. You have the opportunity to be present and bold in your healing and transformation. And by now, some of you have probably already turned this off because you're like, "Mm, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not forgiving. I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm not doing any of those things. I don't know about you, But my family is so important to me. And I could not imagine ever living another day without them. I couldn't imagine allowing anger or bitterness or resentment to ever come back into my life like that again. It destroys people. So if you're someone who busies yourself so that other people don't see your cracks, it's time to let your cracks show. It's time to be vulnerable. It's time to be transparent and honest and mostly with yourself because other people can see it. Like you think you're hiding it, but other people can see it. I don't know who this message was for today, but I know that I needed to hear it because sometimes I allow my pride to get in the way. Sometimes I allow my trauma and my triggers and my past to eat away at me. And I have learned to recognize those things when they happen. I've learned with my family, even though I don't feel sometimes that, you know, they may care enough or, you know, or they judge me or whatever. I've learned to put all of that away because I don't want them to feel like I felt when I buried my grandparents. I wish I would have. I wish I would have. I wish I would have. I wish I would have said I'm sorry. I wish that I wouldn't have been an addict when my grandfather passed away. I wish that my grandmother still had her mind left so I could have told her I was sorry. I wish that my grandparents could have seen me sober. I wish, I wish, I wish. Right? We we have this afterthought. But you can have that present thought. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out. Wishing, Or I'm not going to allow my children to have to carry that. Or my husband or my wife or my friends. I'm not going to let them have to carry that. I'm going to take that step. What are your... Or I should say, what is your... Flesh keeping you from. And I don't what I mean by that, let me ask you this. When I say, what is your flesh keeping you from? Your flesh is your anger, your bitterness, your resentment. If you imagine, if you let all of that go, you are vulnerable enough to let your crack show. Where do you think God would take you? What do you think in your life would be so magnificently transformed? That's the question I'm gonna leave you with today. So I hope that this touches the person that needs to hear it. And I hope you have an absolutely amazing day.